thing here. There we are. Hello. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back to the Divinity Life Podcast. I pray that you're all doing well this evening. And um, we're back here with another uh, episode of This is Kingdom. And um, this is actually going to be uh, uh, my last uh, episode for um, a little bit because I am not going to be here next week. Um, I will not be uh, live streaming next week or teaching that. Well, if I say anything, <laughs> if I um, if I do, I will not be live uh, live streaming. It'll just be an audio. But I, I believe that um, I will not be here at all because the Lord. Um, I asked the Lord if I could take um, a couple days, you know, to. Uh, you know, a couple of days to uh, rest and take care of some things that I that I need to uh, take care of here at home. So, um, just you know, take a little break. And uh, the Lord said that I could after this message. So I thought Tuesday night was going to be my last night, but um, He said He came back the next morning. Holy Spirit gave me something else, and He said after this you can rest. <laughs> so after this. You can take a little break, but I need you to come right back, you know, because uh, the thing about it is <clears throat> there are really not many people that God can depend on to say and do exactly what he needs them to say and do. Some people um, compromise because they don't want to lose, you know, their audience. They don't want to lose influence. They don't want to lose money. They don't want to lose memberships and things like that. Me, I don't care about that. You know what I mean? Like I really literally have nothing to lose. So I don't care about that. Um, and even if I did have something to lose, I understand that everything I got, I got it from, you know, from, from God. God is the one who gave it to me. My daddy gave me everything that I have. And guess what? He can give it back again. What did Job say? He said, the Lord taketh away. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. But blessed be the name of the Lord. So I really, I'm really not concerned about losing anybody. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, if you love it, you know, either you love it or, or you don't. You know what I'm saying? You love it or love me or hate me. I don't really know. Um, and I'm right. I, I, I'm not trying to be brash, but I really don't care. I don't care because. Um, we don't have time to care about stuff like that. We don't have time to, to, we don't have time to worry about or sweat the small stuff when people's lives are laying in the balance. Um, this may not be a reality to a lot of you, but because I have lived this thing, I know the reality of it. And I know that there's many, uh, many people, especially women who are suffering in this area. And, and, and I have to be a voice. I have to be an advocate. Um, I have to be uh, to be the mouthpiece that God called me to be. And, and I have to stay in position because if I get out of position, you know, then God is the, the scripture will be fulfilled again <laughs> where, where he said, I sought for one. I looked for someone who would stand in the gap. I looked for someone to do this to uh, for me. But I couldn't find anyone, so I had to do it myself. I will never be that person that tells God, no, I'm not going to do it. 
you know, I, I'm not going to be that person that chooses my own will and my own agenda over God's will and his agenda. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to do it because I, especially not because of the fear of man. Listen, if you knew where I've been, <laughs> if you knew what God brought me, <coughs> brought me out of, you will understand why I don't fear man and I don't fear demons. I don't fear anyone or anything. So I really, really, really could care less. I really could care less, which is coming to my page, trying to, you know, do little stuff and, 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 and their little attacks. Listen, I still don't care. I still don't care. And I'm not scared of you either. I'm not scared of you. Not in the least bit, not in the least bit. You know, I know who created you and he's my father. I know who you really are and I know where, where you belong. I know what your position is. I know what your position is. You are my father's servant. And guess what? You're my servant too. So I'm not scared of you. <laughs> I'm not scared of you. And when you come to my page and when you come over trying to, you know, do or do your little witchy poo stuff, guess what? You're not fighting me at all. You're fighting my, you're trying to fight my father. <laughs> you're trying, <laughs> you're trying, but you yourself, you already know that you're defeated. So you're wasting your time. You are wasting your time. Let me tell you, you're wasting your time. The Lord said to bring this message, drop it and, and, and let it sit there. Go take my little break and then I'll come back with the next thing the Lord has to say. But I'm going uh, to be uh, also interceding for you. I'm also going to be, you know, in prayer um, for all of us as the body of Christ, as well as um, see, <coughs> seeking the Lord. For some personal things myself. But I will be in intercession. I'm not going to get out of my position. Uh, just because you don't see me here. So. Uh, you know. Please just know that. Let me get the comment here. Uh, Brother Robert. Uh, <laughs> good, good evening. <clears throat> good evening Brother Robert. He says good evening my beloved sister Shelly. I am ready to be <laughs> blessed. <laughs> by another one of your teachings. Well. Thank you so much, bro. I love you so much. And um, yeah, this is not really a teaching. This is really more of a uh, of a message. Um, it's going to be kind of short. I'm not going to be walking through scripture, um, but I am going to just uh, share this message and then I'm going to get off. But please know that I'm, I'm praying uh, for you and with you concerning your situation. And if anyone needs prayer, um, feel free to let me know. You know, you can inbox me, you can DM me or email me. And I will uh, read those messages and I will also pray with you and for you. Amen. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a, a, a stickler about when people tell me to pray for them and they don't tell me what to pray for. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's better. <laughs> excuse me. It's better for you if you were a bit more specific. It would be better for you if you were a bit more specific because we could get things done quicker than me having to, you know, seek the Lord concerning your problem, find out, you know, exactly what's going on with you. And then, you know what I mean? Um, nevertheless, you know, um, I will definitely uh, 
pray with you. Amen. I will definitely pray with you. Um, so I, I love you, Brother Robert. Thank you so much. And um, we're going to dive into this this uh, message here tonight. And uh, I'm going to get you out of here. Amen. So, um, <clears throat> Father, I just thank you for your presence, for your spirit, for your living word that shall never return unto you void. You said, as the rain cometh down from heaven and the snow and returneth not thither, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth that it shall not return unto me void. You said it will not return unto you void and that it shall accomplish exactly what you sent it out to do. And so, Father, we thank you tonight for your word. We thank you, Father God, for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, for the light of revelation and wisdom, for the spirit of wisdom, knowledge and understanding. Uh, and we invite and invoke your presence to produce that just that, to produce just that here tonight in the lives of each and every listener, each and every person that you draw by your spirit to hear this message. Father, I'm praying that they have ears to hear. I'm praying that their spiritual eyes are open. I'm praying that their hearts be able to perceive your word and receive it, that this word will fall upon good ground and produce a harvest of righteousness, a harvest of repentance, a harvest, Father God, of holiness in the lives of your people in Jesus name. Have your way, Father, take over my mouth in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So um the, the tonight's message we're talking about when when leaders need deliverance. When leaders need deliverance. Um I released the message last uh or Tuesday night concerning uh <clears throat> concerning um, that the fact that God is a killer, the fact that God is a killer. And um, <clears throat> there are several places, you know, uh, in times in the Bible where God wanted to kill. <laughs> he wanted to wipe out <clears throat> um, the children of Israel. And um, but, you know, that because someone was standing in the gap for them, because Moses stood up and said, wait, Lord, you know, for this reason, why don't you just, you know, please just, 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 just hold on. Just, just, <laughs> you know, just calm down, you know, because God gets angry and God is angry. God is angry. He's angry with these leaders that are not doing their job. He's angry with these leaders that are not doing their job. Uh, correctly. And you may say, well, who are you to judge and all of that? Yeah. Go back in my messages and you'll find out. Okay. But I'm not judging anything outside of what God gave me the power to judge. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to read Ezekiel really well before you decide to bring that argument. Okay. Um, God said, Ezekiel 13 here, uh, in fact, my, my, my Bible just happens to be on it. So I'm going to read a little bit of this verse one. It says, and the word of the Lord came unto me saying, I didn't go looking for this word. 
I didn't go looking for this word. The word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man or daughter of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel that prophesy and say thou unto them that prophesy out of their own hearts. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Going to say it again. Woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Glory to God. Following their own spirit yet have seen nothing. So there are prophets, there are shepherds or quote unquote shepherds and leaders that are speaking out of their own spirit, even prophesying out of their own spirit. And they have seen nothing. You know why they've seen nothing? Because they are living in sin. They are living in sin and they are blind. They are blind. They cannot give you a word if their life depended on it. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. That's all they can give to you. The Lord said to me this. He said, I told you to tell them that I'm a killer. Because the, the fear of the Lord must return to his house. It must return to his house. Because here's what's happening. This thing that they're doing is being perpetuated. It's being perpetuated. The Lord said, I told you to tell them that I'm a killer. Now I want you to tell them that they need deliverance. Seek out deliverance is what the Lord is saying. He's saying, seek out deliverance. He, he said, at least have, at least at least underline the word least at least at least half of the mem of the leaders church leaders in the body of Christ have not received deliverance uh did not receive deliverance before mounting any kind of platform and have not received deliverance in a very long time in a very long time this means that at least half at least <laughs> Half of the Christian church is under some kind of uh, witchcraft, some kind of demonic spell, some kind of delusion. Yeah, at least half. <laughs> now, check this out now. Because these leaders have not received deliverance, then the at least half of the Christian church is under this delusion of religion. They're under some kind of demonic spell of witchcraft because all that is in the mouth of the leaders that are preaching over these pulpits or, the, or, or mounting uh, any kind of platform, it can be online or otherwise, because they, because they are bound or they are being driven by demons because they need deliverance then what is coming out of their mouth? All that is protruding out of their mouth is 
witchcraft. They are being governed by the spirit of Jezebel. They are being governed by the spirit of Jezebel. And when they speak out over your life, they are releasing spells over you. They are releasing demonic spirits over your life. Now, it's, it's cool with them, you know what I'm saying, if they know what they're doing, because guess what? You're going to have to keep coming back. <laughs> See, that spell means that now you're under my delusion. You're under my control. Ever seen someone in a trance, you know, you're being controlled by another spirit. And guess what? This is this same spirit, the spell that they spoke out over your life is what is drawing you back week after week, even though you see that stuff ain't right, even though that you, 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 you know, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? Some, some of y'all know what's going on behind closed doors, but you keep coming. Why? Wonder why do you keep coming? Because you, my friend, are under Jezebel's spell. You're under her spell. The spirit of religion and the spirit of Antichrist is so prevalent in the Christ, Christian churches because of this right here. Because of this right here. So many people have been bit poisonous serpent and they're slowly dying. Just like in the beginning, they are slowly dying. And, 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 and when I, when I think of this, you know, it kind of put, helps me to put my own calling into perspective, you know, because God pulled me out of a church like this. And then, you know, and, and before that, you know, <laughs> that, that whole testimony, I was literally saved at gunpoint. So I know the dope game very well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and all of that. That whole scene, I lived it for several years. I lived it to the letter for several years. So I'm seeing the same thing happening in the church, though. This hustler mentality, you know what I'm saying? And God brought me out of a church like that. Um, and then years later, now he has me start this podcast Welcome you guys um, on Instagram has me to start this podcast uh, addressing the spirit of religion and the spirit of antichrist. So literally tearing down the same thing that I came out of that I served under faithfully because I didn't know any better. You know what I'm saying? And then when I did know better, when I did know, know better, it still took me. <clears throat> Three years to come out of it. Three years. So many people have been bitten by this serpent and they're slowly dying. And the venom of this, <clears throat> these poisonous serpents is still in your system. It stays in your system for years because it takes you about that long to figure out what's going on with you. Even when you come out of it, even when you come out of the church, the, the poison the venom is still in your system and you are spiritually dying. You're spiritually dying. Even now, <clears throat> many are already dead. 
Many are already spiritually dead. What do I mean? I, I, I mean, they know they, they've lost their faith in God. They don't know if God is real or not. They don't know if God, if the whole thing was a lie or not. You know what I'm saying? They are confused. They are del delusional and, and they are, they are lost. They are lost. They're lost. And they, and, and, and you may not believe that because <clears throat> you see them still walking around, you know, trying to pretend that everything is all right, but inside they are miserable inside. They are miserable. Many of us, the devil tried to get us to take our life. We, are, we, we should have been locked up in a mental institution coming out of the mess that we came out of. You know, so, so, so inside. These people are miserable and they are dried up. They are spiritually dried up. Uh, their resources have been dried up. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been feeding this uh, demonic um cash machine, you know what I'm saying? You've been feeding the demonic cash machine. So your resources are dried up. They have lost things and they're losing things by the day. They're losing their money. They're losing their jobs. They're losing their homes. They're losing their cars. They're losing their marriages. They're losing their integrity. They're losing their sense of reasoning. They're losing their dignity. They're losing their self-respect, their self-respect, you know, they're losing their minds, literally losing their minds, losing their minds. And God is not pleased with this. You leaders, you leaders, some of you got, some of you never should have started a church in the first place. You came out of whatever your situation was and started a church because it was the popular thing to do at the time. It was the popular thing to do at the time. You know, the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And even even into the 2000s, this is this thing has been a has been like a like a career move for many of you. You know, you hopped into that thing for the wrong reason. You, you because you was you was trying to find the easy way to make some money. You know what I'm saying? Hit a lick. You know what I mean? Come on, let's just be honest and pay your bills without going to work for the white man. Okay? And I love my white brothers and sisters, so I'm not saying that in a derogatory manner. But I'm saying that because that's how we think as African Americans in the ghetto. Come on, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. You came out of the hood. You came out of the streets. Many of you got locked up. You coming out of jail, coming out of prison. Glory to God. And you say, well, God, God saved me in prison. And no doubt he did save many of you, but others, <laughs> others came out with the wrong motive. You came out with the wrong motive. Yeah, people like to use that excuse so they can get so they can gain ground when they do get out of prison. <laughs> but you're not hiding anything from God. You think because that was years ago and you swept it under the rug and you kept it pushing, you know. 
telling you, man, many people that are coming out of these churches uh, are carrying this venom. They're carrying this venom. And I'll tell you what, they will reproduce after their own kind too. They're, they are reproducing after their own kind. This is the problem. The same kind of serpent that bit them in the first place, they're, they're reproducing that same fruit. So this whole, this whole church thing, you know what I'm saying? This whole, uh, this whole church thing has become like a snake pit almost. Now, I'm not talking about all churches, of course. But this religious snake pit, God is cleaning it out. He's cleaning it out. He's cleaning it out. You're carrying the venom and you're reproducing after your own kind. So you're, you're going to go out and start a church or an online ministry with the same mind to deceive others, to steal, to kill, to destroy, because that's all you're going to be able to do for the sake of filthy lucre, influence, unrighteous mammon, unrighteous mammon. You're going to follow in the same footsteps of those who birthed you out and produce even more wicked fruit. That's why God is bringing this word because, because watch your spiritual fathers and your spiritual mothers that are operating as predators in the body of Christ. Watch them closely. Examine their end because it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good if they don't obey the voice of the Lord. I suggest you go look for another church home or go home and learn from God yourself. The end is not going to be good. You, what you're going to do, if you don't get healed and delivered, you're going to go and reproduce even more wicked fruit. And you can't help it because you can't keep your mouth closed. You're going to keep, you know, spreading that venom. And then you're going to hatch out these cockatrice eggs like God showed to uh, Isaiah. You're going to hatch out these cockatrice eggs or Jeremiah and release that poisonous venom uh, into your children. That's what's going to happen. God is saying that if you don't, if you're coming out of a church like this, or if you're sitting under a ministry like this, I'm going to tell you the kind of ministry, the kind of ministry where they're stealing your money and they're calling it sowing, where they're stealing, uh, where they're demanding the tithe, and it's not even biblical, where they're sleeping with women in the church where they're taking advantage of the young men in the church, where they're working you to death in the church, no pay. You see what I'm saying? These, these kinds of churches where the members are, be, are literally being abused and misused, mishandled, the women are being sexually assaulted, these kind, these kind. When you're coming out of these kind, then you're going to go out, you know what I'm saying? And you're going <clears> to, <throat> if, if you don't seek 
healing and deliverance yourself, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to reproduce that same wicked fruit. And guess what? Your children, listen, this is why it's very important to not only get healed, but help others get healed. What am I saying? Don't keep your mouth closed. Don't cover that, that, man's, that man's sin. Don't cover that woman's sin anymore. Stop covering for these leaders. They're not leaders at all. Stop covering for these predators. Stop covering for them because what you're doing is you are helping them. You're helping them. And guess what? You're helping the devil. You're helping the devil. Oh, he loves it when you keep quiet. He loves it when you keep quiet. You know why? Because <laughs> his greatest trick, like we say all the time, is to make people think that he's not even there. I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible. I don't. Me? Am I the drama? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that reel? <laughs> He, 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 you're playing his game. You're helping him. You're helping him by keeping your mouth closed. You're helping, uh, you're helping others. You're kind of ushering them into the same situation because you never said, Hey, stay away from that place. Stay away from that man. He's dangerous. Stay away from that woman. She's dangerous. Stay away from that church or this is what happened to me in this kind of church or under that you see you can't even say this kind or that kind <laughs> because everyone is not the same some leaders are actually charismatic but they're integral <laughs> you see others are charismatic but they're narcissistic they're Jezebel they're, Je they're full of Jezebel. So when you go to these Je Jezebelic churches, that's what you're going to find. And, and, and if you don't, if you come out of there and you stay quiet, you know, and they're going to try to hush you. But if you stay quiet, this is what's going to happen. Y you are going to look up years later and your children your son, your daughter are going to try to walk in your footsteps. They're going to remember that mama was a praying woman. They're going to remember that daddy was a praying man. And guess what? They're going to seek, they're going to, to seek a church. They're going to the house of the Lord. They're going to seek a leader, a pastor, and they're going to walk into the same thing. They're going to, because you didn't warn others and because you didn't warn them. Don't keep your mouth closed. Don't keep your mouth closed. And if you're wise enough to warn your children, then guess what? You should be wise enough to warn your brothers and sisters because the Bible said, Jesus said that we are to love God with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So if you don't want to go through it again, you shouldn't want your neighbor to go through it. You shouldn't want your brother or your sister to go through that. I don't understand 
And people say, well, it's not, I'm, I'm not scared. I, 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 I beg to differ. I really think it's fear. I really think deep down that it's fear. And maybe you don't know it's fear. Because the only thing that can stop you from doing what you need to do. It's not faith. And the opposite of faith is fear. The opposite of faith is fear. Yes. Yes, it is. I have, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So the opposite of faith is fear. It's fear. It's fear because you can't walk in love. You can't show that love to your brother and sister. Something's holding you back. You can't walk in power. Something's holding you back. Your mind, you're losing it. Something is holding you back. It's called fear. It's called fear. Something is working in your mind. It's called fear. It's called fear. What's, what's going to happen is these people are going to go out of these, these Jezebelic churches. They're going to start churches and ministries of their own. And they're going to they're gonna steal, kill, and destroy the same way uh, that they were. The same, the same thing that was done to them. For the same reasons, too. Filthy lucre, influence, and unrighteous mammon. And they're going to produce even more wicked fruit. And then they're going to hatch out these cockatrice eggs. And they're going to release that poisonous venom into your children. Who will blindly walk into their churches and follow them on social media. Simply because you never warned them. You never warned anybody. You never warned anybody. You never warned anybody. You said it was none of your business. You know. Uh, many of you turned a blind eye and a deaf ear to the sin of your leaders. Never said a word to them or anyone else. You help them cover it up. You help them cover it up. You help them cover their sin. Perhaps maybe you were even involved in it, you know, and you became an agent of the devil. Oh, I know what I'm talking about because I was an agent of the devil, too. Yeah, we were trained to cover the throne. You know, we were trained to be faithful no matter what. You know what I'm saying? We were we were trained to uh um to be loyal, to be loyal, you know, to to the man of God. You know, understand that that um, uh, you know, that they have issues too. Everybody has issues, etc. But when you are in leadership and you're leading a church body, you're leading God's sheep, then you are held to a higher standard. How dare you lower lower the standard to to the level to put yourself on the level all of a sudden, you know, when it when when the when the thing rolls around to you, now you want to put yourself on the level with the people. No, I thought you were the leader. You know, I thought you were the leader. Aren't you the leader? Aren't you the leader? Then be a leader then. You're not on their level, are you? Yeah, there you you got them bringing their money to you, right? Celebrating your birthday, celebrating your anniversary, celebrating your appreciation, celebrating this and that. You know what I'm saying? Everything is about you until 
You know what I'm saying? You your sin gets called out, or <clears throat> until you know you need some you need some mercy. Now you now you know you well. I'm human, just like everybody else. Yeah, you are. And then they use this example. Uh, they use this thing against you, and they say, "Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't have uh, all these issues, or I wouldn't have these." I wouldn't uh, uh, be struggling or dealing with this or dealing with that if I hadn't been helping y'all. See, I've been trying to, I've been casting y'all demons out. Lie, number one. I've been, you know what I'm saying? I've I, I, I been working, I've been working for y'all. I've been laboring over, over y'all. No wonder, you know, my marriage in trouble. No wonder my kids, you know, got demons. No wonder, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm like this. That's a lie. You're making excuses for yourself because you don't want to humble yourself and repent. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. You're, you're being held to a high, <coughs> to a higher standard. No matter how you started the church either. Even if you started the church because you wanted a, because you needed income, glory to God, you're still being held to a higher standard. And guess what? Everything that you did to be able to deliver the word of God to, to his people or to be able to deliver the scripture <clears throat> to God's people, then guess what? You are being you are held accountable to that word. Everything, you know, you're held accountable for what you know. And you already know this. You don't need me to tell you. But God is reminding you, you are held accountable for what you know. You're held accountable for what you know. The Lord says, stop doing what you are doing. Stop what you are doing. Humble yourself and repent before you go to hell. Humble yourself and repent before you go to hell. Seek out deliverance. Seek out deliverance. Seek out deliverance because you'll go somewhere and you'll try to do it by yourself, right? Because of the pride. You can't do it alone. You can't do it alone either because you have demons. You have demons and they are driving you. They are driving you to do what you're doing. They're driving you into that bed after the church service. They're driving you to the bar after the church service. They're driving you to the pornography after the church service. They're driving you to the, to the drugs after the church service. Are you hearing me? There, you have demons, sir, ma'am. You have demons and they are driving you. They're driving you, my friend. They are driving you. And so you can't do this by yourself. Self-deliverance is not for you. That's not going to work. That's not going to work for you. Simply because... <clears throat> Simply because what is telling God is that you are trying to save face. You're trying to save face and, and you refuse to let go of your pride. That's what is telling God. You refuse to let go of your pride. And God says, humble yourself, humble yourself and seek deliverance immediately. Immediately. Please seek it immediately. Let somebody help you before it's too late. Let somebody help you before it's too late, before it's too late, because your time is running out. 
Your time is running out. Your time is running out. Glory to God. Glory to God. Your time is running out. <clears throat> Amen. Um, Brother Robert, I take what I can get whenever I can. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Robert. God bless you. Sis says yes. Amen. Your, your time is running out. It, it, it's, it's literally running out. And, and, uh, you know, God is not pleased. God said, God said, this thing is a snake pit, you know, certain areas where, uh, certain areas where there's high, uh, you know, poverty level, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? High, high crime, high, high poverty air, uh, level, churches on every corner, etc. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we've been zoned off to that. You know what I mean? Like we were set up basically. But these churches have become snake pits. You know, I live in, I live in Texas. I live in the, in the Bible Belt. Okay. I live in the Bible Belt. And I can tell you, I'm scared to walk into one of those churches. It's a snake pit. I already know because the Lord already showed me in the spirit. I know certain areas to stay away from because I know what's over those areas because I pray over this area. I pray over the, this area and the Lord. And every time I want to walk, I want to go and fellowship and be a part and help and do this and do that. The Lord says, intercede. That's what I'm telling you to do. Intercede and drop my word. Just stay here for now. Just stay here with me for now. Because these religious snake pits, he's cleaning them out. There are God cares. He loves those people, you know. He loves those souls that they're and they're trapped in there, and they're trapped in a dimension. They're trapped in a dimension that they can't get out of mentally nor spiritually by themselves. And 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 and, and you predators, you guys, you're making you're you're making our job. <laughs> you're making our job. Harder, well, not harder, but I will say you're 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 cre you're just creating more work for us to do because you, you're making these people twice the devil you are, and then we have they you know we have to deliver them. They're they're going to come to us for deliverance, and gladly we'll deliver them. I'll I'll, I'll do I'll do it for free. God knows, y'all know I don't charge for the for deliverance, <coughs> preaching or anything. But you guys, y'all are predators, man. Y'all are predators. The first thing you go after is somebody's pocket. And then you going up their skirt. What is going on with y'all? What's going on with y'all? What's going on with y'all? I came out of the dope game. You know what I'm saying? I know a hustler when I see one. I know a hustler when I see one. And guess what? <laughs> I know a dope thing when I see one. Yeah. Yeah. I know a dope thing when I see one. <laughs> because I served many. I've served many for several years. For several years. Say so you should be scared to say that I'm not. I'm not. Because guess what? My life is clean. My life is clean. I'm not living in sin. <laughs> My life is clean. This was back in the early 90s. <laughs> I got saved and gave my life to God in 1997. I've been in this thing for 25 years. 
You know, I, I'm, I'm, I, you might think, you know, who is this little girl? Okay. I'll be a little girl. Call me immature. Call me whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me blind because that I'm not. I know what I know what it looks like. I know what it looks like. You know, y'all, you guys, you, you, God said, repent and seek deliverance. He said, repent and seek deliverance immediately. It's going to take humility. It's going to take meekness. You're going to have to let go of that arrogance. You know, you're going to have to let go of that stuff so you can be set free. Because he wants to see you free. He's not trying to see you go to hell, but he will send you there if you won't repent. He even gave Jezebel a space to repent. He gave her a space to repent. And the Bible says she would not. It says she would not. Some of you guys, you're going to try to square off with me. You know what I'm saying? You're going to try to square off with me. Guess what? It's not me you're fighting. It's not me you're fighting. You might want to think again because it's not me you're fighting. You know? So be it. it I guess it'll be a showdown. I guess it'll be a showdown. Elijah, remember Elijah and, and them false prophets. Yeah. Remember Elijah and them prophets of Baal. Remember what happened to the 450. Remember. 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 Because I'm, I'm trying to help you. The Lord said, humble yourself and repent. Because God is a killer. God is a killer. He don't care about, he don't care about this flesh. You know, he created it. <laughs> the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And all the people that dwell therein, he doesn't care as much about this thing as you think. It's your soul that he cares about. It's your soul that he cares about. That's what he cares about. So, you know, you can say, well, God wouldn't do that. And, and you talking about God is a killer. God wouldn't do that. Well, who was responsible for Pharaoh and his and his chariots? Who was responsible when the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up those people? Who was responsible? Who was responsible for those 450 false prophets of Baal? Who was responsible for the death of Jezebel? Who was responsible? God said, stop what you are doing and repent and seek deliverance because you need deliverance. You need deliverance. Demons are driving you and they're trying to take you straight to hell with them. They're driving you. They're driving you. They're driving you. Yeah, because we've been praying over this thing for many years now. For me, it's been about seven years. It's been about seven years praying and interceding for the same thing. And God said, move out of the way. He said, move out of the way. <laughs> he said, just move out of the way. Drop the word and back up off it. That's what I'm doing. 
dropping the word and I'm backing up off it. And you won't see me here. You won't see me here uh, next week. You won't see me here next week. So I'm going to, I'm going to release uh, you guys. I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to leave this here. And, um, you know, if, if you're sitting under a Jezebelic ministry and I'm going to tell you that what, what that means really quickly, you are under a spell of witchcraft. You're being controlled and manipulated by serpentine spirits, demonic spirits. Leviathan is at work in that church because Jezebel doesn't Jezebel doesn't operate by herself. She doesn't operate by herself. She never travels alone. You see, I've done enough deliverances to know that she's never alone. She's never alone. You got pythons. This is why I'm saying serpents. You snakes. You got pythons in there. Python spirits. Poisonous snakes. Leviathan working in there. And guess what? Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer. Because Lucifer is the, he was the morning star. Is that not right? Is that not right? He was the morning star. Amen. Look at it. Ezekiel. What is it? Ezekiel 34 or 38. It says he was the. Okay. Going to look here at, at Ezekiel 34 and verse one. The Lord said, read that. But Lucifer. <coughs> is nothing more than the angel that was cast out of heaven, who, who we now know as Satan, who transforms himself so easily into an angel of light because he was once an angel of light. Can you not see? People sit in church and they're so blind. Can you not see that, that he's transforming himself into an angel of light? You're dealing with Lucifer. You're dealing with Lucifer. The spirit behind, the face behind the spirit of Antichrist is Lucifer. It is Lucifer. Ezekiel 34, verse 1, watch this. It says, and the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, woe be to the shepherds of, of Israel that do feed themselves. You say, I have a right to eat off the flock, right? Because, because you know, they're your flock. They're, they're your flock, right? No, they belong to the Lord. He says, woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves should not the shepherds feed the flocks you eat the fat I told you the sons of eli like the sons of eli you eat the fat or the best of their sacrifices and you clothe yourself with the wool you you kill them that are fed but you feed not the flock my god you kill them that are fed. So the ones that are actually fat or flourishing in the church, 
the ones that actually have something to offer. You kill them. You kill them. But you feed not the flock. It says the diseased have you not strengthened. The weak, in other words, you have not strengthened them. You made them weaker. Neither have you healed that which was sick. Neither have you bound up that which was broken. People come in your church. They can't get no deliverance. I don't care how many times you lay hands. Ain't no demons left, did they? The demons didn't leave, did they? The person just fell down. And some of those were courtesy falls. Probably all of them. or The rest of them, you pushed them down. You push them down. The devil, the devil didn't even manifest. <laughs> so surely he didn't leave. Because I, I deal with demons who manifest all the time. You know? They manifest first. <laughs> Remember that. The Bible. You know what I'm saying? What did they say to Jesus? Who are you? Who are you, thou son of God? Did you come? And then he said, they said, we know who you are. <laughs> we know who you are. And one of them said, who are you? You are the son of God. Did you come to destroy us before the time? They knew who Jesus was. They manifested. They manifested. And then he cast them out. It says the disease have you not strengthened. You have not healed the sick. Neither have you bound up or helped that which was broken. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. Neither have you sought that which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. This is reality for many of you. I know some of you watching me incognito. That's cool. With force and with cruelty, you have ruled them. And they were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth. And none did search or seek after them. I want to tell you, nobody came looking for me. When God led me out of that place, you say, Sister Shelley, what did you do? I was in a, I was in a, uh, a, a, a sexual relationship with the pastor for three years. And yes, I repented. You wouldn't see me doing what I'm doing now. God would not, God would not suffer me to be here talking to you. I thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> Therefore, you shepherds, hear ye the word of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey and my flock became meat to every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, neither did my shepherd, my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not the flock. They're feeding themselves, they're shearing the sheep, you know. Bring me a thousand dollars every first Sunday of the month for my appreciation. Bring me at least 300. Every service, you got to bring money here and lay it at my feet. Why? Are you a real apostle? Are you a real prophet? Because the real apostles 
didn't even ask the people to come and lay money at their feet. They did it out of the generosity of their own heart. It was because the Lord put it in their heart to do it. Read carefully what Peter said to Ananias and Sapphira. He said, was it not in your own power? We didn't ask you for this. We didn't ask you for anything. Apostle Paul, he said, I didn't ask you for anything. It's right for you to give. Yes, because I gave to you my spiritual. It's right for you to give your carnal. But guess what? I never, I never asked you for anything. I was content to take care of myself. Verse 10, he said, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds and I will require my flock at their hand and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Quote, unquote, neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth that they may not be meat for them. For thus saith the Lord God, behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out as a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. So will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel <laughs> by the rivers. Are we seeing it? And in all the inhabited places of the country, I will feed them in a good pasture and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their foe be. You want to know where some of those people went that left your church? Here they are. There shall they lie in a good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. And I will seek that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away and will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. He's talking about you predators. He's talking about you predators. The Lord says, repent, repent, repent and seek deliverance because you need deliverance. You need deliverance. You need deliverance. He said, seemeth it a small thing unto you? To have eaten up the good pasture, but you must tread it down with your feet. You must tread down with your feet the residue of your pastures. You don't stop, do you? Where is your off, off switch? Where is your off button? You just keep going and going and going. Are you not being driven by demons? Is Jezebel not driving your car? He said, he said, he said, you, your, your feet have trodden down even the residue of the pastures and to, and to have drunk of the deep waters, but you must foul the residue with your feet. You must foul my people with your feet. As, as, and as for my flock, they eat that which have been trodden under, under your feet. 
what they're eating is that which has been trodden with your feet, he says, or trampled on. You're just throwing something out there. You're just throwing stuff out there. You don't care if they're, if they're sick, diseased, crippled or crazy. You do not care. You don't care if they're eating or not. You do not care. And they drink that which you have fouled with your feet. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God unto them, behold, I, even I will judge the fat cattle. Listen now. I will judge the fat cattle and between the lean cattle. Because you have thrust with the side and shoulder and pushed all the diseased with your horns till you have scattered them abroad. Therefore, will I save my flock and they shall no more be a prey and I will judge between cattle and cattle. God said, I'm separating the sheep from the goats, the wheat from the tear, the light from the darkness. I am separating. I am separating. The Lord said, don't let it be too late because judgment is at your door. And he said, seek deliverance. It's going to require humility because somebody is going to have to help you. Somebody is going to have to help you get free now. Somebody's going to have to help you. And I am praying for you. I know that, that, you know, my word comes across very brash, you know, because the spirit of the Lord is angry. He is, he is not pleased at all. He is not happy at all with these predators. He's not happy with you at all. And I don't always have to come like this, but the Lord is saying enough is enough. Enough is enough. And, and don't think for one minute you're getting away with anything because guess what? People talk. Oh yeah. People talk. People talk. You don't know. See, you think you don't know what people know. You don't, you don't know what they know about you. You don't know what they know about you. You're trying to pick and, and trying to figure it out, but you don't know that you, your sin has already found you out. People talk. When they leave these churches, everyone is not as integral as some of us. <laughs> some of them are out there dragging your name in the dirt and they're not praying for you at all. They're not praying for you at all. They're not. They could care less what happens to you. But here we are today. Here we are today. And here I am pleading with you again in the name of the Lord to humble yourself and repent and seek deliverance. And I know you probably don't like me, probably hate the ground I walk on, but I'm still here to help you. I'm still here to help you. If you want me to help you, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll help you. Yeah, because I still love you. And guess what? I want to see you rise. I want to see you rise. I want to see you rise up out of this mess. I want to see the name of our father really glorified. I want to see his name glorified. That's my goal. That's my goal. The Lord is pleading with you tonight. He is pleading with you tonight. Humble yourself and seek deliverance. 
Seek help before it's too late. In Jesus' name. God bless you all. I'm going to let you go tonight. I'm going to let you go tonight. And uh, that's all I have for you. And I pray that you uh, take this word to heart. I don't know who's out there listening. And I don't know who will even catch the replay of this message. But I tell you what. May the word fall where it falls. And may it produce a harvest. May it produce a harvest of righteousness in your life. Some are saved by fear. God has to pull some of you out of the fire, saving you by fear. Because many of you don't fear, don't fear God at all. You don't fear him at all. When the word is preached, you don't even flinch. Your conscience has been seared with a hot iron. You can't even hear the voice of the spirit anymore because you've rejected him for so long. You've rebelled against him for so long. You can't even hear him anymore. But he's still pleading with you. Even in a soft whisper, a faint whisper, he's still pleading with you. Humble yourself and repent. Because warning comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall as Jezebel. Ask Jezebel, ask Jezebel, because she literally fell. She literally fell. God bless you all. I love you with the love of God and with my own love too, <laughs> with my own love too. And I'm praying for you. And I pray, Father, that you would cover these, that you have drawn by your spirit. I pray, Father, that your blood Lord Jesus will saturate each and every one of them, every man, woman, and child in the body of Christ. And under the sound of my voice, be saturated in the blood of Jesus right now, Father. Have mercy upon us as a church body, as the body of Christ. Have mercy upon each and every one of us. Father, forgive us for our sins. We are humbling. We are humbling ourselves under your mighty hand. We are turning from our wicked ways and we're crying out, Father crying out for mercy, crying out for forgiveness tonight, crying out, Father, let the spirit of godly sorrow work in every heart that brings a man to repentance in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of repentance fall upon every man, woman, and child in the name of Jesus. Let every heart be pricked and let every yoke be destroyed. Every lie of the devil be utterly destroyed. Every strong man be utterly destroyed by the power of the anointing, by the power of the blood of the lamb in Jesus' mighty name. Let there be deliverance. Let there be repentance. Let there be healing and restoration in Jesus' mighty name, heavenly father. Let the fear of the Lord be restored to your people in Jesus' name. The fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. He said, my gifts and callings are without repentance. But guess what? I will take back my oil. I will take back. I will dry up the oil. And the oil has been dried up upon many of you. The oil has been dried up. I have rejected from being king or leader over my people. I have rejected you from leading them. 
but you still belong to me. You still belong to me though. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. He says, Ichabod may be on the door, but the glory of God can return. The glory of God can return to that house if you will humble yourself and repent tonight. If you will seek deliverance and be set free, return unto me and I will return unto you, saith the Lord. Return unto me with your whole heart. Rend your heart and not your garment. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Father God, that you have mercy. I pray, Father, for your that you will forgive and that you will blot out all of our transgressions for your name's sake and cast every one of our sins into the depths of the sea of forgetfulness and remember them no more. Father, I ask you tonight that you will wash each and every leader, each and every one of us, Lord, in the blood of Jesus, every man, woman, and child. I pray, Father, that you sanctify, that you cleanse, wash us in the blood of the new and everlasting covenant, the blood that speaks better things than that of Abel. He said, the blood of your brothers and sisters is crying out from the ground. And God has released a curse upon many, but he's the only one, too, that can reverse the curse. He is the only one that can reverse that curse. Curses don't come from the devil, but demons do carry out the edicts of the curse. They carry out the curse. The Lord says, I would, I will reverse the curse if you will hearken unto my voice this night. I will reverse the curse. Let your blood saturate, Father. The blood that you sprinkled out upon the mercy seat for our sins, that you shed for us on the cross of Calvary, for the remission of our sins and for the redemption of our souls. Let it saturate every man, woman, and child in the body of Christ tonight. From the top of our head to the soles of our feet, Father, cleanse us thoroughly from all filthiness of flesh and spirit. Cleanse us thoroughly from all sin and unrighteousness in Jesus' name. Father, perfect that which concerns us and forsake not the work of your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus, creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. In Jesus' mighty name, clothe us and fill us again, Holy Ghost. Drive out every demonic spirit that is contrary to your divine will and purpose for our lives. In Jesus' name, every demonic spirit that came to steal, kill, and destroy. We bind you tonight in the name of Jesus. Jezebel, we call you out in Jesus' name. I call you out, Jezebel. I call you out, Jezebel. And all your demons, every spirit of Python, every spirit of Leviathan, the spirit of Lucifer, I am calling you out in the name of Jesus. I commend, I commend deliverance for Jacob. I bind every one of your strong men in Jesus' name. I take authority over you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth by the authority of his blood and by the authority of the laws of the courtroom of heaven. I bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and I cast you out of these, these men and these women. I cast you out of my brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. 
of every last one of them. Every last one of them in the name of Jesus, I command you to leave now. I command you to go to the abyss now. I command you to loose them and let them go now in Jesus name. You have no power. You are defeated. The Lord rebuke you and the blood of Jesus is against you tonight. Your time is up. Lake of fire for you, devil. Lake of fire for you in the name of Jesus. I release the fire of the living God to consume every demonic spirit. In the name of Jesus, the fire of the living God. The fire of the living God upon you in Jesus' mighty name. Consume everything unclean, everything unholy, everything unrighteous. Consume every demonic spirit of perversion, every nasty, foul spirit of fornication and adultery in the name of Jesus. Every addiction, every infirmity in the name of Jesus, the fire of God consume you tonight in Jesus mighty name. The Lord rebuke you and drive you out of these temples in the name of Jesus. Out in Jesus mighty name. The Lord rebuke you tonight. I commend you to go to the abyss. I cancel your assignments. I cancel your plans, your plots, your strategies. I tie you up in your own snares in the name of Jesus. I hang you upon your own gallows in the name of Jesus. You are defeated. May the Lord smite you with blindness tonight. <laughs> Since you want to make God's people blind. Blindness upon you demons. Deafness upon you demons in the name of Jesus. May you walk in dark and slippery places. Slide back to the pit of hell. In Jesus mighty name. In Jesus mighty name. The Lord rebuke you tonight. You're defeated, devil. You are defeated. And Jesus is king. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord over these temples that he purchased with his own blood. They are not your home. They are not your home. You, di you didn't pay for these houses. You didn't pay for not one of these temples. Leave and go to the pit in Jesus' name. Go to the pit in Jesus' name. Go to the pit in Jesus' name. Every nasty, foul, unclean spirit, go in Jesus' name. Jezebel, leave in Jesus' name. Take your demons with you. Take Ahab with you. Take these python spirits with you. Take these snakes with you. In the name of Jesus, to the pit, to the pit, to the pit now in Jesus' name. Uncoil yourself, serpent. Uncoil yourself. Uncoil yourself from around these souls, from around their minds, from around their spines. You're trying to control them with pride and rebellion, making them stubborn and stiff necked. Loose them and let them go in Jesus' name. I command you to come up and out of them in the name of Jesus. Come up and out of their mouth and go into the abyss in Jesus' name right now. Every unclean spirit out in Jesus' name. Out! In the name of Jesus right now, right now, you have no power. You have no power. You have no power. You are stripped in Jesus name. We see you devil. We see you and you're leaving tonight. You are leaving tonight in Jesus name. May the spirit of godly sorrow 
brings us to weeping and tears of repentance in the name of Jesus. Fall upon these men and women. Fall upon them now in Jesus' name. Father, prick every heart in Jesus' name because of the truth. Because of the truth. Let the spirit of truth prick every heart in Jesus' mighty name tonight. Let them be set free, Father. Let deliverance prevail tonight. Let freedom and liberty prevail tonight. Let your word prevail tonight. I'm commanding you over the works of your hands. I'm commanding you, Father. I'm pleading with you tonight. I'm pleading with you tonight, Father God, that in your wrath, remember mercy. In your wrath, remember mercy, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, Lord, have mercy. He'll set free and deliver tonight. Minister to every heir of salvation tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, loose your holy war angels to make war on behalf of the body of Christ tonight. On, be on behalf of those that are bruised and battered and oppressed tonight. On behalf of those, Father God, that are sick and lame tonight. Those, Father God, that have lost everything in the name of Jesus, God, I know you can restore. I know you will restore. You said, Father God, that you will, whatever is right, you will pay. You will pay. There must be a recompense. There must be a recompense. You said when a thief is caught, he must return sevenfold. There must be a recompense. There must be a recompense. Father, restore. Restore everything that your people lost. Everything that your people lost, Father God, at the hands of the of the wolf, at the hands of the of the hireling, at the hands of the false prophet, at the hands, Father God, of the false shepherd. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that you restore their finances. I pray, Lord, that you restore their families, restore their marriages. I pray, Father, that you restore them. Uh, Father God, their help, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Many have died in these ministries, because nobody, nobody bothered to cast the devil of infirmity out of them. Many are sick with terminal disease. Many, Father God, have received sexually transmitted diseases. My God, in the name of Jesus, where I'm, I'm calling for healing tonight. Father, I release healing tonight. Let there be healing tonight. Let there be healing tonight in Jesus' name. I bind you, spirit of infirmity. I bind you in the name of Jesus. I drive you out in Jesus' name, out of the body of Christ, everything diseased in Jesus' name, out in Jesus' mighty name. I command you, I cast you into the pit tonight. I send you to the abyss tonight. Go to hell, devil, in Jesus' name. Go to hell in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you tonight. You have no place, no power in Jesus' mighty name against the Lord God Almighty. His hand is strong and mighty. He is the Lord God mighty in battle. And he is the Lord of hosts. Father, I pray, my God, that, that you will heal those that are sick and bowed over, that you will restore them, that you will restore them tonight. Restore the years that the enemy has eaten off of their lives. Restore tonight, Father, 
everything that the canker worm and the palmer worm and the locust and the caterpillar has eaten up. Everything that the Midianites have eaten up, my God, in the name of Jesus, let it be restored, Father, as they humble themselves and repent. Because, you know, we had a part to play in it, too. You know what I'm saying? We, we played a part, too. Some of you young ladies, you know, but I bind that spirit of lust and perversion off of you. I drive these unclean demons off of you in the name of Jesus, up and out of you now in Jesus' name. Cough it up, devil. Leave now in Jesus' name. Up out of their belly, out of their throat, out of their mouth. In the name of Jesus, into the abyss. Into the abyss. Into the abyss. In Jesus' name, every unclean spirit must go. Every unclean spirit must go. In Jesus' name. The spirit of masturbation. The spirit of pornography. The spirit of homosexuality and lesbianism. Working in the midst of these leaders. Working in some of these mega churches. Preachers sleeping with people on the praise team. The worship team. The choir. Forbidding these women to marry. Sleeping with the even the men. The male musicians. The Lord said, dig in the wall and you will see. Dig in the wall and you will see the abominations that are committed in my house. Dig and you will see. Dig and you will see. Father, let them be healed. Let them be set free. Let them be delivered tonight in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, I speak liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. Grab hold to your freedom tonight. Every issue be resolved. Every burden be lifted. Every yoke be destroyed by the power of the anointing. Every chain and shackle utterly destroyed by the power of the anointing, which is Christ Jesus. I come not in my own name, but in the name of Christ Jesus. In the name of Christ Jesus. In the name of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. It's in Jesus' name that I pray, Father. Let your peace prevail. Drive out the confusion. I bind the spirit of confusion and fear. In Jesus' name, I drive it out. I drive it out. I command you to leave these souls. Leave them in the name of Jesus. Go to the pit of hell. Go to the abyss in Jesus' name. Every spirit of doubt, unbelief, and confusion and fear Go to the pit in Jesus' name. I call forth and loose and release the spirit of love, the spirit of power, a sound mind in Jesus' name. I bind every schizophrenic demon in the name of Jesus. I bind every demon of insanity in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every spirit of religion and antichrist, the traditions of man that make his word of, make God's word of no effect. In Jesus' name, I drive you to the pit. I drive you to the pit of hell in Jesus' mighty name by the power of the blood of the lamb. By the power of the blood of the lamb. I release the fire of God to purge, to purify, to consume every unclean thing. And Father, restore us unto righteousness. Restore us to the glory that we had with you in the beginning. Restore us, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah.
Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm going to release you guys and let you go tonight. I love you. God bless you all. Thank you um, for being here. Please like, comment, share this message with someone who needs it. Please share because there's many out there that are suffering in these churches. Share, please. Share, please. Share it, please. People need stuff like this and they not they, they can't find it out there. They can't find it out there. I know because when I came out, I was looking for somebody to help me and nobody was talking about this right here. So, so please share the message, comment what you received from the message. That would be, uh, you know, that would help a lot. That would help a lot. And, um, yeah, I love you all. Brother Robert says Psalm 125, uh, 126, five and six. Amen. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Yes. He that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing, bringing his sheaves with him. Listen, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to ask you, uh, those of you that have been abused in these churches, abused by, you know, by, um, these, uh, false leaders, I, I, I want to ask you to face your fear. I want to ask you to step beyond the fear, step out of the fear. I want to ask you to be bold for Christ. I'm going to ask you to remember the word. He said, my, he said, the righteous, the righteous are bold as a lion. I want to tell you that God has not forgotten about you. And, and God, and, 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 and what happened to you, it was not your fault. I want to tell you that God was with you even in the midst of that. You know, people come out and they say, well, God was never with me. You know, that God, God was never speaking to me. And, and they think that they were, you know, that they were just imagining things. No, God was there right there with you. Even in the midst of all that chaos, even in the midst of all that hell. God was guiding you. He was teaching you. He was teaching you. Amen. He was speaking to you. Amen. And what you have received, you received from the Lord and anything you receive, any poison that you receive from that, from that spirit. May the Lord purge it out of you in Jesus name. Purge out the poison, Lord. Purge out the poison in Jesus mighty name. Like Apostle Paul, you will shake that thing off into the fire. Shake those serpents off into the fire and keep it pushing. And keep it pushing. You are a mighty man and woman of valor. I bind the spirit of suicide in the name of Jesus. You're not going to take your life. No devil is going to take your life. I speak life over you and that more abundantly. And I speak courage into your heart, faith into your heart, real faith, the faith of Jesus Christ. He didn't fear those religious snakes called Pharisees. He wasn't scared of those demons. He faced them. The kingdom of God is controversial, <laughs> confrontational, confrontational. He confronted them. May the Lord give you boldness Grant you the boldness to confront every demonic spirit. Grant you the boldness to open your mouth and help others. 
share your testimony, help others. Because if we had never heard, you see, we would never, we would never feel like, you know, that anyone understood. We, we would think we were alone. And guess what? Many of us probably would have taken our lives. Even, even the world system know that with the Me Too movement. You know what I'm saying? Your, your voice deserves to be heard. Your story needs to be heard. That is a testimony that God brought you out of that for his glory. That is your testimony God gave to you. You got stripes on your uniform now, general. God gave that to you. You came out of the fire, out of the flood. He wants to take you into a wealthy spiritual place and even a wealthy natural place. He wants to set your feet in a large room. He wants to elevate you. Give you a, a voice, a mouth and a wisdom that the enemy cannot refute. In the name of Jesus, you have a voice. You have a word. You have a ministry. You have a, a duty to do. It is your responsibility to help your sisters and to help your brothers. And as I always say, I have nothing to fear, only people to help. Only people to help. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to open your mouth. Don't be afraid to open your mouth. You don't have to say the name if you don't want to, but don't be afraid to open your mouth. You have a life to live and you're going to live your life in peace and joy. May the Lord restore the joy of your salvation tonight. May the Lord restore unto you the joy of your salvation tonight. May the Lord restore unto you the joy of your salvation tonight. In Jesus name. Spring up a well tonight that you may drink out of the wells of your salvation. In Jesus mighty name. Holy Ghost, breathe on them tonight. Breathe on them tonight. Feel them again. Revive your work in the midst of the years in Jesus name. In Jesus mighty name. Life and life more abundantly. You shall live and not die. And declare the glory of the, of the Lord in the land of the living. Because his glory is going to cover this earth as the waters cover the sea. In Jesus name. God bless you all. I love you. Take care. And I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you soon. Okay. God bless. Bye-bye.